So what had happened was it was a game night and I was on keto. And mm-hmm. so fun fact, when you're on keto and have no carbs, you get drunk really quick. So I was drunk, but not like super drunk, but you know, there. And yeah. I don't have a filter anyway. And I really didn't have a filter. So I sat outside and I lit up a cigarette and they made the mistake of coming outside, lighting up a cigarette and asking me how I was. So from then on, I told them that they didn't like the spaces that their submissive had and the reasons why. And he tried to explain himself or defend himself. Oh, uh, uh, it's correctile dysfunction. Yeah. So I love that term. After that, they never came back, but it was clearly something that there was a problem with somebody in our community and it was like the subjects today like that's why you know you're brand new submissive and things like that that don't know things Mm -hmm. and thinking that this is okay and whatever so they didn't come back after that and then shortly afterwards got kicked out of mast warning for underage listeners this is an adult-oriented podcast there will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned. Listeners, welcome back. Greedy, welcome our listeners back. Hi. Welcome back. You are so excited about this. Oh, I'm I'm actually more excited than I'm letting on. Greedy, I'm, put your pants back on. Hey, Greedy, put your pants back on. We have a no pants clause in the roommate agreement. I don't think we have that at all. I'm pretty sure. It's we a weekend. Do. We do. Wait, 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 wait. I heard a voice. Whose voice was that, Greedy? I'm not sure. It, it may have been may may have been a dark star or something. I don't know. A dark star? What's a dark star? It's just a dark star. It's me. It's you? Mm-hmm. Hi, Just a Dark Star. Hi. Welcome to the Gotham Press. Thanks. Welcome to our illustrious studio. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. We've we've renovated since the last time you were here. Yeah. Moved whole, moved everything. Yeah. Yeah. We got n- nice equipment and such. Mm-hmm. It's good equipment. Yeah. It's like we're trying to be professionals or something. A little bit. Just a tiny bit. She's talking about her equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, greedy. Yeah. Before we get into doing what we're going to do with Jess the Dark Star, uh huh. Where can they find us? Asshole. <laughs> no. You can find us on pretty much every major social media. Um, awesome. Yeah. Facebook. Uh, Gotham Press Podcast. Twitter. Gotham Press Pod. Tumblr. Oh. That's right. BD Assembler. <laughs> Gotham Press Podcast. Gmail. Gotham Press Podcast at gmail.com. Instagram. Gotham Press Podcast, I think. I need I really need to check you that really more often. To, yeah, you do. Um Fat Life. Oh, uh the Gotham Press. And major podcatchers. Yeah. Including whatever you're listening to us on now. Spread the I, word to I your friends. Hope so. Yeah. What well, hey, actually. That's that's something I'm curious about. 
if you would, listeners, email us. Let us know what podcatcher you're using. That's that's going to be interesting. That would be a good uh, thing to know. Yeah. And you have a Discord now. And oh, we- yes. <coughs> Greedy? I'm Greedy? all excited about this. <laughs> so excited you're choking. We have a Discord. At the moment, this is open to everybody. As soon as we get our Patreon up and running, then we're going to open up a private Discord just for Patreon supporters. Are we? We are. Okay. Listeners, as you can hear my confusion, Greedy has made plans without consulting the rest of us. The rest we of us We talked being about me. this with shock. You shush. We talked about this. You shush. No, I you asked, don't remember. No, I asked your opinion, Greedy. Yeah, make me a liar to listener land, asshole. Well, here's the thing. At the time of this recording, just at this recording, Shock's episode has been put up yet. <laughs> oh, hey, well, there's a there's a hint, hint. <laughs> oh, wait, you're not going to hear this till after Shock's episode. Okay, <laughs> this is after Shock. <laughs> right, but as of the recording. Oh, I like that I have to follow I Shock. I love this. You like that you have to follow Shock? Yeah, okay, so life. so let's think about it this way. If you're going to ridicule me about telling Listener Land about our plans for Patreon before Shock's episode airs, but they're not going to hear it till after Shock's episode You're thinking airs, way too hard about this, man. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is Big Bang Theory all over again. What? Bang. How many times have they argued about uh, timelines? Like, uh... Oh, uh, you mean uh, continuity uh, errors? Continu- continuity errors. Yeah, uh, they they had they had an entire episode based on uh, Back to the Future. The timeline faux pas. I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but it's been a long time. I'm far behind in everything. Yeah, yeah. One day I'll catch up. I'm sure you will. So, Dark Star. Yes. What brings you to us? Me. Well, Just you. You picked me up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the question I have is, what made you want to be part of the podcast today? I wanted to try to do a little bit more education, something that the listeners can take away, especially if they are new into the lifestyle. Um, This year, this past year, we had an influctuation of new bloods. They should know some warning signs of either being an unsafe dom or an unsafe sub you know what to do your soft skills okay everybody wants to come to classes to know about flogging or knife play or fire play but nobody ever wants to come to your soft skills okay well we'll get into that a little bit later in the in the show uh just want to touch on a couple of the nerd topics here first before we get into the the deeper stuff no (laughs) <laughs> just like fucking nerds. Yeah. As I sit in like an anime shirt and like a Harley Quinn sweatshirt. <laughs> Nobody would ever think that you were a nerd. No. Mm-hmm. Not dressed like that. So, greedy. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil, what do you know about it? I know that there were a couple of really badass games from it. Um, there were a couple of really awesome movies. And uh, well, the first one, yes. The yeah, the first one, one was yeah. really good. The second one kind of tapered. And from there, it's it's devol- uh, devolved. So yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's entertaining. If you if you don't look at it from a perspective of canon, if you're just after it for entertainment or um, suspense, you'll you'll enjoy them. Much like last night when I finally sat down and watched the Venom movie. We not as a, we sat down and watched the Venom movie, not as a superhero movie, but just as a comedy. Yeah, a, a buddy cop was, comedy. That was a lot of fun. I'm. I was I was delighted by it. Yeah, because 
it's sad to say that the big action fight scene was literally the worst part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that goes. Anybody that sees it is going to probably agree with that. Um, I was disappointed in the fight scene. Usually the fight scene's the, the peak for me, the highlight. But the uh, banter, the internal banter between uh, Venom and Eddie, Eddie, th- that was... That was that was quality. That was comic gold right yeah. there. <laughs> so yeah, um, the reason we bring up, uh, well, Resident Evil, yeah, is because Resident Evil got greenlit to have its own Netflix series because Netflix has money for everything at this point. I might watch that. I really couldn't tell you. I'll probably catch one or two episodes and make my decision then. You'll catch an episode. Eh. You'll catch another episode. Eh. It's like, damn it, now I gotta watch the rest to find out what happened. Uh, no, there there are series that I, I've seen uh, three or four episodes still trying to decide whether or not I want to watch it, like uh, Supergirl or um, uh, fucking Daredevil. Okay. I just, just, just wasn't cannot for you. get into them. Yeah, they're, they're not for me. And I, I, will, I will happily own that. I'm, I'm not into the, the cheesy soap opera style superhero shows. Um, but other stuff, uh, Punisher, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, it's got, it's got the storyline that I can follow. It's got the action that I like. It's got the revenge that I so desperately crave and the revenge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, so, cause he punishes people. What you're saying is you're all about the revenge. <laughs> I'm not going to say I am or not. You're just all about the punishment. Me too. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you too. <sighs> What kind of podcast do you think this is, ma'am? Perverted. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Hi, Boogie. I hope you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> if Boogie listened to us, that would be amazing. That would be fucking awesome. Probably Kathy be better. Probably. At least she'd be nicer to us. Hey, today we need to we need to email both of them. We need we to email that. We need to do that. Okay, you say so. We'll see what happens. So next on the agenda. Next on the agenda, yes. Will Picard be a captain? What's a captain? Always a captain. You say, will Picard be a captain? Picard's always a captain. Well, he's been a captain. He's been, You're right. He has been a captain. But, but it's been, what, 20 years now? Something like that. Are you talking about the new series that yes. may be coming out? Yes, I am. Without a title so far. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, not, we're not real sure on the details, but uh, it's been rumored that Picard is... Uh, he is going to be coming back to whether the Star or not, Trek universe. To the Star Trek universe. Whether or not he'll be a captain, we're not sure. They've alluded to the idea that he'll be in a different capacity than he's ever been before. So that may be saying he's not going to be a captain. That may be saying he's going to be an admiral. That may be saying that he's going to pursue his love of archaeology and be a space Indiana Jones. We're, we're not certain yet. Here's things to hope for. Do you think the he, I want him to take Data as a sidekick? I love Data. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm just imagining an older Data, <laughs> one that has mastered humor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one one that's one that's grasped the grasped the concept of humor, but still hasn't quite got it. Where, where he's 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 trying, but it's. It's obvious that he's trying. <laughs> and Picard, you're trying too hard, Data. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have have that back and forth banter between them. That that would be that would be fun. 
have some of the uh, some of the old crew come in just randomly. Fucking data Ooh, age. Yeah. Technically, data cannot age, but he can make himself look older if he wants to. You know, they could they could work that into his comedy routine. Well, him trying to make himself trying look to older. make himself look older. <laughs> just he looks different on every episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, this is really exciting. It is exciting. I'm excited I'm about so it. Excited. But we must move from the excitement mm-hmm. to the serious stuff because we we have a guest here that wants yes. to talk about something. Yes, we do. What do you want to talk mm-hmm. about? Red flags, and triggers, and outing people—all your new soft skills for all of you new people. So, how I have it on the rundown here, uh, the next one is going to be talking about safety on both sides of the slash. Mm-hmm. Real quick, before we do this, so Darkstar, yes. what do you identify as? Hi, my name is Jessica Darkstar on FET, and I identify as a switch. I have always identified as a switch and nothing more. Now, switch is a dirty word. Is it? A lot of, oh yeah, dirty word. Um, If you identify as a switch, there's a lot of tops and doms and masters, mistresses that say that you can never be a true top or a true dom because you are a switch. And there's a lot of slaves and submissives that say you can never be a true submissive because you also top. Oh, I love those. And I just have so much fun. (laughs) <laughs> Proving them wrong? Yeah. Pretty much. We're on the same page, Darkstar. Mm-hmm. We, we, I am, I am a Switch as well. And I love chatting with those people that, that say, you could never be, you could never be a two dom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're, they're fucking pricks. I mean, if, if you're going to have that kind of attitude, you don't belong in the lifestyle. Exactly. You know, this, this is about doing what's, what's pleasing to you. Mm-hmm. This is about feeling right. It's not about tearing somebody else down because they don't conform to your little bubble. So if you're going to have that attitude, fuck off. Yeah. Well, I'm also a different type of switch. I know there's a lot of switches that can switch back and forth within the same relationship. Mm-hmm. And even like even my friendships and stuff. Like Once I'm a dom, I'm always a dom to you. Once I'm a submissive, I'm pretty much always submissive to you. Okay. Um, I don't, I'm very top-heavy. I don't bottom a lot. I'm very, very picky on who I bottom to. My top play different, but I only go through friends and stuff that I know. Known for years. Okay. So it's all about the people that you know. Yes. Um, I can't do a true pickup play, but a lot of my play when I top is pickup play here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the actual rundown here. So as far as safety on both sides, what about... Unsafe doms or unsafe subs. What what can you tell us about that? Mm, there is such thing as an unsafe dom, clearly. Um, being in what would be more of an abuse or any of the bad signs. Because there are a lot of submissives, um, especially in the little world, that get involved in a um, relationship where they think this is what a dom should be. A lot of new bloods. And it's not. So if you submit to somebody because you fear them then it's more of a bully thing. You know, there's a whole bunch of questions that you can ask, you know, from a submissive side to a a dom. Like, if the dom restricts you from having friends or being in contact with your family, going to, you know, submissive groups, things like that, that's unsafe. That's, I mean, just in our world, in the vanilla world, that's Mm -hmm. stuff that happens that 
Yes. It's very unsafe and should be red flags all around. Yeah, that's that's not even borderline. That is straight abuse. Yes. Um, if you don't want to do something and the dominant makes you feel guilty about not wanting to do this one thing, that's also more of a red flag. More very Ooh, Manipulation. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if they ignore you, if they, you know, leave for doesn't have any contact with you for days or weeks that's another thing that is unsafe even hours sometimes that can be yes that can do that um they lie to you if they make you feel unwanted if they humiliate you in front of people unless that's been negotiated unless it's been negotiated and negotiations are a thing if they don't negotiate with you it's another thing that is unsafe well, obviously, if, if you want to negotiate, you don't truly want to be my submissive. Oh, no. <laughs> and if you have a safe word, then you really aren't a submissive. Mm-hmm. Which is another thing. If the dominant has ever hit you in anger, not and then not tell you or hit you in anger, period. But if they also punish you without telling you why you are being punished is another thing. That happens a lot. If, really? Mm-hmm. If they don't want to say they're part of the community or don't want to meet you at a community event. That I've seen people do. I've seen, mm-hmm. I've had subs come to me say, hey, this guy said that he wants to, or girl, I've had that happen to, wants to meet up at XY place to meet for the first time. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Like dominants that don't listen to your opinions. Mm-hmm. Those are things like I'm a dom, so that means you're wrong and my opinion counts over you. If they try to make you feel less validated than what you are, it is a huge problem. A down-sub relationship and any sort of kink relationship is still a relationship mm-hmm. that requires that both of you talk about things. Yes. Or if you've been with somebody that ignores your limits. Yeah, that's no good. Mm-hmm. So how do you recognize those people before you get into a relationship with them? You have to communicate and do a lot of talking. Or if it's already something that's happening, you need to go through and actually truly ask yourself these questions and really dig deep. It's a lot of soul searching and you have to work on yourself. What about asking your peers in the community or your friends? Absolutely. Please have be a part of a community. If your dom has told you don't be a part of the community, just ignore that. (laughs) (laughs) And there are plenty of websites. There's groups on FET. Easily done. People like, but can kick. I don't kick. But other things, and there's safe things. So, like, we have one here called Bottoms Club. Correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, Bottoms Club is a perfect thing to where you can ask your fellow submissive peers about problems you are having. um, Any questions. And it is a safe space for submissives without any dom or tops within the room so i would recommend them try to find something like that okay so what do you do when there's an unsafe person in the community what would you personally talk about unsafe subs (laughs) (laughs) yeah why are you trying to skip ahead greedy (laughs) i don't know okay let's talk about unsafe subs now let's talk about greedy so, kidding, kidding, kidding. I'll show you how unsafe this switch can be. <laughs> Although, yes, 
they switch, we do see him always with his mistress, and that makes people think that you are just as submissive and you are not. Yeah, I, I like I like turning the table on them because <laughs> that's that's fun. So an unsafe sub, and a lot of people always hear about unsafe doms. Unsafe doms is your you know your abuser, but your submissives can also be extremely, extremely dangerous. I know of a couple. we know of a couple yes same things you know trying to prevent you know your doms from contacting others um don't want your dom to talk about or ask about you um they have like big unexpected mood swings being nice and caring to being cold and blameful it's the dom's fault that you know i've done this blames the dom for things that they've agreed to no, I don't need to have a, a safe word. I can take it all. I can take it all. That is a huge red flag. If you meet somebody and they say, I can take a hundred lashes. I am a true masochist. And then does like seven and they turn over. You can tell. I swear to God. <laughs> Wait for it. Your submissive is very jealous. Cannot stand your attention directed to anybody else. That You're not showing me flag. enough attention. Yes. And come here. Is, come here right now. It is so unbecoming of somebody to do that. Um, manipulating you, being really depressed all the time. Want you to fix their problems without trying to work on themselves is a huge thing. There's a lot of submissives that are quote unquote broken and they just want other people to solve their problems. But how how is somebody else going to solve their problems? Exactly. If you put all of your eggs into somebody else's basket, they can now run with the basket. Or just drop the basket and say, mm-hmm. here are your problems. I dropped them. Now you got to clean all that up. I also feel that seeing a submissive meeting somebody not within the community and all of a sudden they have a new daddy or have a new master and the next week they break up and then the next week after they have another daddy or another you know master serial kinksters yeah (coughs) i don't think i've ever heard that term serial kinkster i don't think it's actually been used but you you hear about uh serial monogamists serial polyists serial Serial whatever, serial, serial killers. killers. <laughs> mm-hmm. You hear about all of these, all of these uh, types of people, and it just makes sense that any personality type can be serial. I mean, if you're if you're partial to Captain Crunch every day, I mean that's that's serial. <laughs> that's a different type of serial killer. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, you also have your, you know, like an experienced sub or like a sub. And they are trying to mold their dominant into what they want instead of letting the dominant grow. That's manipulation from the bottom side. Trying to say, well, you can't do that because, you know, that's not my thing. And since we're together, you now have to do it this way. Not saying that a submissive can't talk to their dominant about, hey, this is what I like. Mm-hmm. Can we move towards this? Mm-hmm. Or something it like is that. Somebody that like puts a label on you immediately without you even knowing it oh those um how did i become all of these things on fet life to you Mm -hmm. overnight we've known each other less than 24 hours yeah it's you know the people that are like well you're my dom now and i'm 
we just had a scene together that doesn't mean that I'm your dom. Doesn't mean that I want it. And then there is always a huge red flag. And if you are in a relationship or a dynamic, if you want to end this dynamic or relationship, that they threaten with harming themselves or suicide. Yeah. Yeah. That happens quite often. At that point, you may want to get a professional involved. Mm -hmm. So there are unsafe subs and there are unsafe doms. And it is something that needs to, you have to ask yourself these actual questions and then answer truthfully. Don't answer, well, yeah, but it was just, you know, they were in a fight and it was bad. But if it is an, you know, things that happen time and time again. Don't try to defend it. Because a lot of people do that within relationships. Like, oh, they hit me, but then they apologized. And it was, you know, it's my fault. It's not your fault. No, it is not. So, red flags are a thing. Unsafe people are a thing. Please research, ask these questions. Pay attention to the warning signs. Yes. There's a whole bunch bunch always so reach the end of that one <laughs> hold on i have notes oh we have a guest that brought her own notes i did that's a, very that's a serious, first it's a serious conversation <laughs> hey no we understand that um there are things and i want to say it was so i'll use an example and i will use myself and it wasn't an unsafe thing but it was a very wrong thing have you ever heard of what i like to call the china doll syndrome I have not heard of this. So, Greedy, have you? I've heard of a couple of things labeled the China doll, China doll syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious what your perspective of it is. So my perspective of this is, and um, I will say that I was the top. Okay. And I was not the best. Okay. Um, took me five years to apologize and to realize, and I need to own your own shit. Because own your shit. Own your shit. You fucked up. Own your shit and correct it. How long have you been in the lifestyle in general? 16 years. And thankfully I was bred into it. um, And then interested into it when I was 16. So that's 18 years. And then when I turned 18, I lived with my Viking and my Chuck. He um, really helped me grow. And without even me knowing it as a submissive so he was my caretaker and he is everything in my world and he passed two years ago but i was fortunate enough to be brought into the lifestyle properly okay um so i had a once upon a time pet and she was lovely she was a great person will always be a part of my life but i was not the greatest. I had what was called China doll syndrome, and it was somebody that sat on the shelf, really pretty, really great. I took her down, showed her to my friends, and then when we got back home, I put her back on the shelf and ignored her. Oh. So, during going out, things like that, she was expected to be on high protocol. At all times? At all times. Hmm. And she was. Okay. She was perfect. But I lacked in the ability of being a true dom and paying attention to her at home or punishing her or giving her what she needed 
She gave me everything I needed. I played with other things, but I never took her down off the off shelf. the shelf. And so to me, that was very bad of me. And if you feel that you are in that type of relationship, it probably should be spoken about. Because, like I said, it took me five years after the break to realize what I did and to own my shit. Yeah, well, so, like I say at the end of most episodes, don't break your toys, but that doesn't mean don't play with your toys. Yes. Please pay attention to them. So that was my bad on my part. Thanks well, for sharing. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for owning it, too. I mean... That's that's something that, mm-hmm. unfortunately, too few people do. Well, it also, so I've been in lifestyle. I've been in this community for, I don't know how long. And for the longest time, you guys only saw me bottom. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't own my shit. Once I apologized and owned it and realized what I did was this time that I started topping again. And so for me, that was my growing did a lot of soul searching a lot had to when chuck died that was the time i knew that i had to make changes okay so. mm-hmm. did you have more notes not on that topic not on that particular topic well let's ask let me ask you what el- what other notes do you have to talk about today well what was your question are you, are you talking about when i got ahead mm-hmm. what do you do when there's an unsafe person in the community you have to try to solve it clearly you Um, by yourself or you you as the community you as the community so like i said there is a welcoming group i am not a part of a welcoming group in this community um i am actually i guess they think i'm scary people are afraid of you yeah and i'm okay with this i don't speak often when i speak i expect people to listen you got your, you know, your young bloods, and they are usually your welcoming group. There is a group of people we know in our group that is the welcoming group. People feel safe. They're really attracted to them as, like, spiritually, emotionally. And when they see something within the newer people that we don't know, they then go to a buffer. Now, I would say you were in that group, probably you, but we never got to see you because you're always at work. And then there is me. So we are like the buffers and Miss um, Retrobella. Mm-hmm. And then above us, I would say it would be like Shock and Suze, Bear, you know, the people that are, you know, your hierarchy. So usually after it goes through that, then it comes to me. And I... I want to I <laughs> say you're the enforcer. Is that what this is? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And so I get word of it, then now I have to watch. And that's what I do all the time. So it's just like being a dungeon monitor, just being like a DM. I watch a lot. And then I have to see what they are talking about. And then once it gets too far, usually I can just solve it. I have. If it gets too far, then I have to go and bring it up to, you know, our hierarchy, our people that are in charge that do keep us safe. So, Darkstar, I'm, I'm just imagining you with a bat, just like waiting, <laughs> like, yeah, go ahead, mess oh, up yeah. one more time. <laughs> well, it's, you want somebody to grow, and so after you tell them, you know, things that they are doing, so violating consent is a really big one, if they don't listen to it, you have to 
you know, you correct them and you correct them again and then you correct them again. They only have so many legs that you can correct. Exactly. So after that, we have to then take charge of um, removing them from certain groups, removing them from, you know, events that we might throw. And then if it keeps going, keeps happening, then we have to remove them from the community. Which I've seen this happen on more than one occasion. In the past couple of years, I want to say it's been more than ever. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted to have this. Because there are things like consent. Like, you could hug me today, but then tomorrow you might not be able to hug me. That's fine. But you can't just assume that you can do something because I do it. You know? Because I can touch this person does not mean that you can touch this person. Right, because they may not have that same type of relationship. Exactly. And there's a big thing within submissives, and I want to say more on the female side, um, where females get a lot away with a lot more things. So if you have an unsafe person that is female, we try to steer them a little bit more, and then when you really think about it, if this was a guy that was doing these things, they would have already been kicked out. Right. So it has to be fair across the board. And it's something that we have all been doing and keeping everybody safe because there are predators out there. And something that I've seen, not often, but I've seen sometimes a person has those predatory tendencies and behaviors mm-hmm. without actually realizing that that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of hard because you know that they want to do better. They just don't know how to do better. Even if you tell them, they still fall back into old habits. Yes. And habits are hard to break. But in this community, it has to be. It has to be something you have to be conscious about, like actively working on at all times. So, you know, things like, well, that's just how I am. Well, maybe not. Like I hug i call people baby girl all the time that's just how i speak back home i call everybody hun sweetheart baby baby girl and there are some things that can't be said to certain people because that is a name that only their daddy can call them right you know or things that only their their sir can call them or mistress can call them that or it can even just be phrases sometimes like Mm -hmm. hey this phrase is something that may have been traumatizing Yes. To this person. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, you're going to say it. And it's like, oh, wait, I can't say that to this person. Yes. And then he apologized. Like there's this one time where I did hug somebody and I forgot that they don't like to be touched. And so I immediately apologized to her and apologized to her, her daddy, her master. And um, that was something that happened years ago. But I did apologize immediately after because I did forget. So also, yes, you forget, but then correct your actions own your shit yes hmm yeah yeah everybody everybody falls prey to making a mistake from time to time mm-hmm. it's uh how we how we handle ourselves that prove who we are yes it's next on this rundown where were we at <laughs> oh yeah unsafe person so about being told about being told no how that isn't the end of the world yeah how do people take rejection? People don't take rejection well. How um, should they take rejection? Don't take it personally. 
It is not, doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Doesn't mean that we don't like you in pickup play, things like that. If you have asked a dom to, I don't know, have a scene with you and they don't feel it, they will say no. It is not, don't take it personally. It is not the end of the world now. Also, don't keep asking them. Don't go from person to person asking them and then or asking somebody else or following them or being stalker because <laughs> no means no. It is a full sentence and it means no. Greedy, can we play? No. Greedy's mistress, can we play? No. Oh, she would say no anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Darstar, you know Greedy. Can you ask him if he wants to play? Exactly. This is a bad idea. This is a very bad idea. Because (laughs) if we wind up playing awesome, it's not going to go how you want it. I promise. (laughs) No. Yeah. But also, don't make the person feel guilty for saying no. Greedy, you really hurt my feelings by saying no. Why would you say no to me, Greedy? Because no. (laughs) (laughs) That is how you handle somebody that tries to guilt you into playing. Exactly. It's I so agree. Um, like I said, don't be a stalker. And then, once you are rejected, don't go around talking shit about the person that said no to you. Yeah. Take your no gracefully. Yes. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. But it isn't a personal thing. It's not us saying we don't like you or you're ugly or you're not worth it. It's just, I don't feel that energy with you. For me, all of my play has to do with energy. It is an energy exchange between two people. It is not a sexual thing with me because fun fact, none of my scenes have sex. None of them ever. Nothing goes in me and I don't put anything in anybody else. But I will make you fucking fly. It's not a sexual thing to me. I mean, it can be, I guess, later. But not at the time. Not at the time. And so it's not me or anybody else saying, you know, you're unattractive, you're not sexy, you know, anything like that. It's just, I don't want to. I don't feel like it. Yeah. I think I've only ever had three or four scenes that involved anything uh, blatantly sexual in the scene. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't have to be all about the sex. I mean, for the for the majority of people, there's something sexy included in it, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, the scene's the sex to me. Mm-hmm. Just gotta take your dick out of the scene. <laughs> take your dick off. <laughs> Put it to the side. <coughs> Greedy, what's your song? Huh? I'm not even paying attention. Where are you? Boobies, boobies, boobies. No. Boobies. What? Detachable oh, penis. Boobies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that That's more your song. You you actually introduced me to that song. Did I? I thought you had heard it before. You did. Wow. How long we know each other now? Far too long? Yeah. Way too long. Ugh. Listeners, save me. They ain't going to save you. Wow. You put yourself here. <laughs> you are a consenting adult, and you put yourself here. You can always say no. 
This is true. I can. Greedy? Mm-hmm. No. You're not cool. I think you're cool. Captain? No. You're a dick. No, I'm not? I understand. <laughs> you're funny. Oh, wait. You're not. <laughs> Well, that's for the listeners to decide. Listeners, if you believe that I'm funny, go ahead and email us at gossipresspodcast at gmail.com to let me know how not funny greedy is. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you guys have questions for me? I think we did. We did. Oh. Yeah, let's see. Actually, I think we ran through most of them. Or listeners. Well, that's the one bad thing about this show not being recorded in front of a live studio ed- audience. Oh, wait. Well, they have to just, like, you know. We do have, have an audience of one. <laughs> Hi, audience of one. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I can understand that. Oh, about outing somebody. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. why is it oh, yeah. why is it important be, not to out somebody? Yeah, street safe. Yeah. Be street safe. Um, so outing somebody is dangerous because if they have a high profile job as some of our members do have you can't just out somebody and outing somebody is in the vanilla world letting them know that they are part of our world um it happened actually to probably a few of the people in the community but one to somebody that's dear to me and they were at an event with their vanilla friends and they are involved in other things that are very not vanilla. And they said, somebody said that they knew them and tried to talk to them in front of the other friends. Oh. And this person, you know, doesn't look like any of their other friends. So they say, well, how do you know this person? And put them on the spot. Yeah. It is very wrong to do that. Um, like, I'm street safe so people can come up and say hi to me. But if I'm with somebody else... They know not to come say hi. Yeah. Um, like we have people that are street safe and that are not. And you need to respect that. It can be extremely dangerous because not just jobs, family, friends, mm-hmm. relationships. They could be with their kids, you know. It's just don't just wait. Just like do that little hut and nod thing and then talk about it later. Yeah, big thing that I've heard about many a time are people getting divorced or going through court cases mm-hmm. and they get outed somehow, some way. And suddenly that becomes part of the court case. You know, oh, it has yeah. nothing to do with it. Exactly. That's, and kids in that. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden we are an unsafe, unstable household because of the things that we do. And it's not true. I agree. Um, we keep it very, very safe. We go out of our way to we keep go, things safe. Yeah. Um, there's probably more talk and negotiation within the kink world as far as sexual partners go and scenes go and everything, our relationships with people, than in the vanilla world. I 100% agree with that. I have been in two extremely abusive vanilla relationships back to back and have been in zero abusive relationships within the kink world. So, it's a problem. What about you, Greedy? Yeah, there there have been a few things where um, where people 
almost outed me. Um, there have been a couple of times where I saw somebody and was tempted to say hi, but then remembered that, oh, fuck, I am in a vanilla setting. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, there's also been a couple of times where I've run into people that I know from vanilla life inside the kink life. And that, that actually scared the shit out of me the first time because, <laughs> well, it was somebody that I knew from a church that I once attended. Oh, yes, I remember the story. <laughs> yes, I, I told you about this one. Um, to, to put everybody's minds at ease, um, if that ever happens, don't freak out about it because you're both at the same fucking event. <laughs> so there's, there's no reason to flip out because neither of you are going to out the other one. Because if you do that, then you're outing yourself at the same time. It's like, wait, why were you there so, with him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't freak out, okay? It's it's not a big deal. Yeah. You're going to wind up seeing somebody eventually that you know, even if it's in a town two and a half hours away from you. <laughs> You'll wind up seeing someone. So yeah. stay chill. If you're out in the vanilla world, keep your mouth shut. Well, mine was very strange. It was at the old headquarters and... <laughs> I was at a meeting and this person walked in and I laughed and they looked at me and said, oh, I was just with your kid because we know each other vanilla side right. and they were all swimming and then uh, they came to the place and it was just funny to me. <laughs> it was the first time that I had known. I was like, oh, and she was like, I was just with your child. And I was like, okay, cool. It's like, I guess we got something else in common there. Yeah. <laughs> So it does happen. Making friends through kink that you didn't know you wanted to be friends with. <laughs> right. Or it's like, huh, well, I guess now when we're at work, we can have better conversations. Oh, I'm at, out at work. So I just don't talk about it a lot. But if people have questions or things like that, they can always ask me at work. At least at my, my coworkers. Right. So. We're saying is don't have random customers coming up. Yeah, hey, don't. Dar, Dar, hey, Dar. hi, sexy. <laughs> hi. Oh my God, I saw you tied up naked. <laughs> Gre- listeners, that's greedy, sexy voice. That is greedy, sexy voice. <laughs> 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 oh my God, I need to work on my creepy voice. Yeah. Uh, my nipples are so hard. <laughs> Don't say that. And don't, don't tell people, other people, the business in the dungeon. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing. What happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon. That's another much thing. Like, much like Vegas. Mm-hmm. Soft skills. Soft skills are an important thing. It's the thing. Without your soft skills, you can't have a good hard skill. So, real quick, just to kind of reiterate things. What are all the major soft skills that you know of you need your how to identify an abuser or a bully um your negotiations your contracts god there's so many what should be a foundation for a relationship in your vanilla world that you didn't have all that stuff you know your aftercare is that i would consider a soft skill what is aftercare um what you identify as because you're going to always be ever growing and things may change things will always change it's very strange um 
all the fun things that you want to learn, those are hard skills. All that other shit that you're like, I know how to be in a relationship. Those <laughs> you think are your you soft do. skills. <laughs> Just because you think you know how to be in a relationship mm-hmm. does not mean that you have the skills to properly yes. be in a relationship. And there are more groups and your peers can always help you. Um, don't just ask somebody, well, how do I flog somebody? We have those classes too. But things like negotiations, BDSM 101s, those are your soft skills. Go to those classes. Without that, you can't have a good fun time within a community with somebody else. Learning how to figure out what a person is. Yes. Um, different people's different headspaces. How do you treat other headspaces between your littles, your non-sexual littles, your pets? Um, how to figure out what your own headspace is sometimes. Yes, that's another thing. It's soft skills are forever a topic, even though a lot of people don't want to learn them. And that's how people get in super terrible, abusive, soul-breaking relationships because one dom did it this way now it's going to be ingrained in your head that this is how all doms should be or how all submissive should be you say should be but i would think it's more so this one dom did this mm-hmm. and it's not that they should be that all doms should be i'm afraid all doms will be this one time at dom camp <laughs> <laughs> but it's is there a dom camp <laughs> I don't know, but there should be. If they don't know that. So, like, if you have what I call abused wife syndrome, and this is how this relationship was, and it's toxic, and then you go into another relationship that's toxic, because you don't know what's toxic, because that's all you know. Right. It's the end-all, be-all. And now, all of a sudden, you pull yourself away, and you go into a community. And the community tries to correct these other things, tell you that this is wrong, tell you, you know, well, they had me do something that I didn't like, but that's, that's fine. But I really don't like it. It really makes me feel bad. That's a, that's a warning sign. It is not a dynamic thing. And a lot of people don't know that. So it is something that the community tries to break is the toxicity of things those are your soft skills and be not, it's helpful when the person that has these we'll say bad habits or has been taught the wrong way when they're willing to learn to yes because sometimes be. you just have the ones that's like well this is the way i've always known and i can't change that yeah or this is the way it is and things like that and it's really unsafe, and then I have to get drunk and then tell them off. No, you can be sober and tell them off. I would have been sober and told them if off. If you have too. to get drunk to do something, you probably need to reevaluate a few points of your life. Oh, no, I was drunk. I had no filter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't go out to initially tell somebody yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 was not, that was not aimed at you. That's... <laughs> <laughs> My no, I, I've I've memories. Uh, I've got a lot of family that's alcoholics, and no, yeah, they're passive aggressive right up until they had that seventh or eighth beer, and then 
everything goes Not out the window, aggressive. including oh. most of the living room furniture, the kitchen chairs, you know, some plates and I'm just dishes. straight up aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Have you got anything else you wanted to touch on? For right now, no. Later, okay. if people want me back, I want to teach you the shit. Or try to, at least. Have questions. I'm always open. A lot of people. I'm not scary. I'm really not. I'm a little scary. I'm not afraid of you. I'm a little scary. People aren't really afraid of me. They're intimidated by. Eh. You know what I mean? I see you as a good resource. I am. I'm chock full of information. But that comes with being bred into things the correct way. Greedy. Why are you showing us things right now? <laughs> because it was too good to wait. Uh, good so what you're saying is you have you are impatient. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. Yes, I am. <sighs> Greedy's mistress. Will you please teach Greedy some patience? You shut up. She doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. Greedy. It's not her thing. Mm-mm. But that's okay. It is. Well, what you're going to do is you should have her listen to this part specifically. It's not her thing, and that's okay. This is true. And the answer to that one is no. (laughs) So, final thoughts? Well, hopefully people learn some things, and please reevaluate if you are feeling unsafe or questionable about somebody that you're with. Please reevaluate your relationship and actually answer things honestly. Too many warning signs, too many red flags is not good. And then either end the relationship or talk about them. And if you talk about them and they try to defend themselves or shut you down, that's your red flag. Here's your card. Leave. See you later. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Final thoughts? Fuck you, Greedy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it gets like that. We, ha- we have that kind of relationship. We do. It's that good. I wouldn't say good. <laughs> uh, final thoughts from me? This has been a great, great topic. Something great. few topics. I'm happy that you decided to come on and talk about it with us. And the listeners. Get me on. And, of course, Greedy didn't do the thing that he always keeps saying he's going to remember to do. Son of a bitch! (laughs) What did you do? Black or white? I'm kind of yellow because... (laughs) That was not an option. (laughs) Don't make this about race. That's not what it is. Don't read that far into it. A white one. Okay. Okay. Well, you... You'll put it... You'll get it on and we'll talk about it later. Will you remember this time? I will remember. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna go get them as soon as I as soon as I uh, log off here. Uh, <laughs> about a race thing. Did oh, it certainly could. After I gave birth to my son, the nurse comes in and says, "Hey, just want you to watch out. Um, your son's kind of yellow, and I had just given birth. I am tired. I don't know what's happening." So a nurse comes in and tells me that my son is looking yellow. And I looked at her and said, he's supposed to be yellow. He's Asian. And she was mortified. (laughs) She went, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He might have jaundice. I was just thinking, like, is it jaundice? Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't know what the hell was going on. I was so out of it. Can you have jaundice 
immediately after birth? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was not aware of this. Yeah. Yes, this is something you learn when you're a parent. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> punny. Very punny. <laughs> Very punny. Yeah, my little man. Uh, oh, um, that's what I was going to say. Yes. Uh, also, listeners, if you have any questions behind any of this, go ahead and email us. Uh, Gotham Press Podcast at gmail.com. Or if you're on our Discord, go ahead and t- pop those into the topic section. We will definitely have Darkstar back on if she wants to to answer some of your questions. Oh, I can do all the things. Because you can, yes. Because I'm a switch. Because you're a switch. <laughs> Greedy, final thoughts? Well, I think we've uh, thoroughly covered the topics at hand. So. I'm going to say that we're getting closer and closer to giving away a flogger. Oh, yeah, we are. So, um, if you haven't already emailed in about that. You never gave, like, a key phrase or anything I for didn't. them to. You should have. I should have, yes. And hindsight's twenty twenty. Next time, next time we will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this time, it's simple. All you have to do is email us at gothapresspodcast at gmail.com. And tell us that you're interested in the flogger. Mm-hmm. If you need to see the flogger, check out our profile. Fat life. Fat life. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> you look like you were tripping all over yourself. So is it? Is it on Fat Life? It is. It is on Fat Life. There's it's, a picture of it on. By Fat the life. way, it's on Fat Life. It is on Fat Life. <laughs> Where else is that greedy? Fat Life. Uh, Just Fat Life. Fat Life. Fat Life. How do they find it on Fat Life, greedy? Gotham Press. Is it just Gotham Press? I don't know. Um, You're in charge of that one. Come on. You, you see, you yeah, try to teach organized. You try to teach them and they learn nothing. You just need a card that has like all of your all of our social medias. Yeah, see, mine's yeah. easy. It's just a dark star on everything since I was in ninth grade. <laughs> this is my screen name. <laughs> This is it. I'm I'm now picturing somebody out there writing in, typing in just a dark star on everything since ninth grade now. <laughs> yes. And it is everywhere. On Fair Life we are the Gotham Press. Oh, that's right. The Gotham Press. See. If I can remember this, why can't you? Because you created it. <laughs> How long ago, Greedy? It's been a while. So long enough for you to remember it? No. <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> One day. Yeah. That day is not this day. Uh, <laughs> right. So anyway, Greedy? Yes. You, you said we reached all our, all our stuff. Is that it? Are we done? I think that's it. Just Star Star? Thank you for coming on. You're yes. welcome. Thanks for having me. We're so happy you were here. One more thing? Yes. Don't break your toys. I don't break my toys. Not, I just, you know, was terrible with them at one point. She learned. You do learn. You got we to all own, own your shit. Own your shit. Don't come back. Don't change your name. Own your shit. Oh, uh. <laughs> own your shit. And then when I tell you to own your shit and you don't listen to me, now you're done. Then I'm yeah. done with you. Don't, don't apologize. Everybody but. Gets, everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. And then that's it. Everybody gets one. Thank you, Spidey. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. And we are out.